Welcome to TV Told Me. This is Iday. This is Kelly. And today we have a special guest. We are so far along now. We're not even at episode 10 and we're already bringing in special guests, okay? We're already inviting people along for the absolutely, ride. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, our um, MLM, exactly. Pierre, it's the first one to rise. <laughs> he's at the yes, top of the pyramid. Level. He's he's at the triangle. He makes the he triangle. Is. So um, we promised a car, but that it, it'll just be like made of chocolate or I'll draw one. That, that's all we have. That's all we have the money for here. There we go. That sounds good. As I told you, Pierre um, is one of my best friends. I met him working at Starbucks. And the way he was intro to me was, oh, Dallas's friend Pierre is here. Pierre is the only black dude that really loves Michael Bolton. And I came around the corner and I said, oh, hey, Pierre. And he's like, I do love Michael Bolton. That man can sing. And I said, I've never questioned anything about Michael Bolton. I never knew that this was an issue. Didn't realize I, I wasn't supposed say, to like him. The man still can sing, you know? Listen, hold it down for Michael Bolton until you die. I love it. Don't ever yeah. let that sparkle go away. Um, I told my, I will say, I told my mom that Pierre was going to be on the podcast and she was like, how is Pierre the first guest? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He, he brought up a recommendation. He yeah. was ready. And so he's bringing things to the table. Exactly. Yes. He was ready to do it. So I love it. Now people are vying to get on the show. Like who, who even knew? <laughs> um, See? I think the funny thing about it though, like right after she said that she started laughing because Pierre and my mom, <laughs> have this weird situation Pierre is like the friendliest sweetest person in the world so he on holidays reaches out to my mom and says hey Merry Christmas hey happy Thanksgiving happy Easter my mom is like who is this (laughs) I've known like for years straight (laughs) I've known Pierre for 20 years okay and I said so this year Pierre goes he called me and he said you know what I'm not calling your mom for nothing anymore she don't know who I am I don't know who she is and I said oh my god I told my mom and she goes well that's not fair I have a new phone and I'm getting in text messages and I don't know who they're from and I said well save his number you talk to him all the time and she goes you know what that's right that's right so on Mother's Day I was like with her and he texted her and he was like, happy mother's day. And I like text back, who is this? And he was like, I could tell, even though I couldn't see him and it was text message. I could tell he like rolled his eyes. It was like, never again, never again will I dial this number. He was about to hear block before my mom snatched the phone and was like, I'm just playing. Like you could, I could feel it. So. Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, but the last episode. Oh. I told you guys that I was asleep in my bed, comfortable. Someone called and said, do you love me? And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to fly out to Chicago. And like, maybe, or maybe he has to fly out here. What's going on? And he don't know. We don't know. He's like, I want you to watch this movie. And I said, sir, did you call (laughs) for a movie recommendation? He said, I did. Excuse me. I Mm -hmm. called in the name of TV. Yeah. To give you a recommendation. I, I think it's warranted. It was in the morning. It wasn't, it wasn't in, uh, it was in the morning. Well, wake the up, girl. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> so Pierre, tell us about, just tell us what, tell us, the, tell us this, this movie that you saw 
that inspired you to make this call? So the movie that I saw was The Farmer and the Bell. And I'm going to stop you right there. That's the name of the movie. That's the name of the movie. And the, the picture that goes along with it, I was like, this is a Hallmark movie that I don't need to, I don't need to watch. And I think you probably knew that. I was like, the title, the picture of this girl <laughs> being hugged by this dude in a farm. I was like, I already know this movie. I don't need to watch it. So I'm okay. But here persisted. He did. And- saw and just went ahead was like I love this holiday pun let's do it so when, when you about saw the caption what made you click on the farmer and the bell here like what made you say this looks pretty cheesy but I'm gonna go ahead and press play you know like the, the honest answer is that like you know I was skipping around and I was I was low on options mm. and <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like, you know what? This cannot be this bad. Like, I'm about to make these pancakes. And, you know, mm-hmm. it, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. These shoes are about to be off. I'm like, I'm about to watch a good movie. And so, I'm like, I'm going to be good. If, even if the movie's bad, the pancakes will be good. So yeah. I started watching it. And at first, I was like, okay, what is this? Because it starts off very, like, superficial, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, I may have to abort this. But I pushed through. Was like, this were your 15. pancakes already done at this point? Had you had the pancakes yes. been eaten? Okay. No, no, the pancakes were like I had, and see, and that was the thing. Like I didn't have time because you know the pancakes were hot. Like you cannot mm-hmm. just be like, you know, keep flipping and flipping and then eat no, you pancakes. have to have your show picked, pancakes hot and ready, syrup, and press you understood. That yes. is true. Yeah. So like, I'm like, you know what, this, this seemed like this is going to be a good one. And like, you know what, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. And otherwise I don't have nothing else to do anyway. <laughs> Which so, is the, <laughs> give us the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually you know, their tagline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I started to watch it and I'm like, okay, this is not bad. They're like, oh my goodness, this is really cute. And then it really took off. and to sum it up, it just really gave me what I needed. So like, mm-hmm. it, gave, it put me in that like Christmas spirit, like, oh, I want to watch some more Christmas movies now, you know? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love okay. it. So Kelly, you also watched it. Let me know what your thoughts were. I, <laughs> I have like a whole page of just random thoughts I had while the movie was playing. I mean, first off, there's pen pals, but they know each other's name, but they say, hi, pen pal, write a letter. And then they say, Josh, and they know the other person's name. And I just was wondering, I had so many questions. Like, I don't know what was going on with me at this moment, but I was like, had so many questions. Why are they writing? Hey, pen pal. (laughs) I guess it's fun. You're a kid. I don't know. At five, she like immediately decides she she had a traumatic quote unquote experience and she's like I don't want to be a farmer anymore and I just no she was 10 she was 10 she was 10 I'll give her that she was 10 okay all right well like yeah okay yeah and then her mom like I, I I could get where this was going like the mom was very kind of 
toxic really into like being a princess beauty is on the outside and just like in that moment the girl was like I'm gonna be a model and model she did um I didn't understand what she was modeling the ad campaign for. She was in a onesie. A horse was in a onesie. Did did anybody know what this product was that we were selling? I didn't. She kept talking about love on the side of the horse and the guy kept being like, more, more, more. And then the horse peed on her and he was like, that's the perfect shot. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. That part didn't make any sense to me. Okay, there's a lot of gaps in the story and that's okay. I think my favorite part came right after that. She's, the main character is filming an ad and then her manager calls. And the manager, and of course, like they're in supposedly New York City and the manager goes, is there a Jumbotron around? (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, look at it. And on the Jumbotron, is you know her fiance uh you know walking in the beach waters with another <laughs> uh lady and i was just loving that moment he's like i don't want to tell you just look at the jumbotron and your life is following up like falling apart i just love that i thought that was um a hilarious way to let somebody know like the love of your life has cheated on you I'm not going to tell you, but just look at a jumbotron and you'll yeah. get all you Find need. out with everybody else. I'm not going to wait till you get to a car or a secluded location. I'm going to tell you why you're in the middle of a horse photo shoot with everybody looking at you to look at a jumbotron. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, this is cold. This is straight cold. Okay. So at this point, this is when I'm thinking, should I abort? This. <laughs> at this point, and that's a good thought know. that was a good thought you know I was like halfway through the pancakes at this point I was just like you know what maybe you know it's okay to switch you know so now you don't have to carry everything out and so, but it was when the, they sat on the couch and the friend was talking and then that's when I started okay and then she started talking about the bracelet and I remembered the bracelet from the little mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. thing and I was it made me think, okay, what kind of like, you know, Christmas magic is going to happen from this bracelet? Oh, yeah, because at the beginning of the movie, at the beginning of the movie, her grandma gives her a bracelet and it says beauties on the inside. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, so she, so she remembers this bracelet with her friend on the couch. And then she says, my looks are fading. You know what I should do? go back to a farm that I was at 25 years ago where I lost this bracelet and go find it. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, your fiance just cheated on you. You're an international supermodel. You were at a farm 25 years ago and lost a bracelet. You haven't once looked at this farm area. You've never been to this place, but okay. Sure. You, I would call. I would have called. I would call. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would maybe, maybe have called. She got on the back think about that, but you're so right. I would have called you. That's okay, Pierre. You were in it. And I'm glad you were in it because you watched it to the end, and then we both watched it to the end. I only watched it to the end because you suggested it. If you wouldn't have suggested it when she was in a onesie with a horse, I would have been like, you know what? I'm out. This is this is too much for me. And but I was like, I said to myself at this point when she's like, let me go find a bracelet from 25 years ago that I may have lost in the mud. Let me go find this bracelet. I would have been like, 
okay, this is, I'm out. But I was like, Pierre loves this movie, let me stay. She gets to this farm in the middle of the night, knocks on the door and says, hey guys, I'm looking for a bracelet. And they say, no problem, let's check in the barn first. I was like, okay, um, realistic. If someone knocked on my door right now that I haven't seen in 25 years and was like, hey, I left <laughs> a bracelet at a party that you had 25 years ago and I just wanna check around your backyard, I immediately would continue to cook my my mac and cheese and be like, no problem. Go back there and look all you want. Mm-hmm. And the doors locked. <laughs> <laughs> After that, go ahead. And the doors are locked. And no, you don't need to come say goodbye. The curtains are closed. Absolutely <laughs> not. And like, too. <laughs> but these people were like, hey, were it's so nice. the middle of the night. Do you want to, do you have a place to stay? person that we've only seen on tv modeling ads who's looking for a bracelet in the middle of the night she's like i don't you can stay with us i have a small child and that's not a problem she had to have been in the worst way because i was like you have an assistant you and then you find out that there's um you know the guy that she's gonna be meeting up with is a widower and there's a special little like princess tent in this guest room where the little girl goes to like call her um, deceased, deceased mother. mother. And this chick has the audacity, like that's her guest room. So she's closing the door and she's like, you can't call your dead mom tonight. I was, <laughs> she can't like go ahead and go to a hotel room or something. I, I don't know. I was definitely like, um that's the that's the room where the small child goes to call her dead mom like what what are we doing here is this art i I don't know i I was confused well let me just say this hollering because you said no you cannot call your dead mom tonight (laughs) (laughs) because i've traveled she's like i've traveled from new york i'm a model and i've been cheated on you and your dead mom can have a conversation tomorrow (laughs) during business hours but tonight the tent is closed goodbye exactly the little girl put me into the movie because she literally came to call her mom she made her phone call ignored it then she was like is somebody in this bed hold up there's a robber she calls her dad but immediately gets a broom and is like i'm gonna take care of this myself okay (laughs) she was ready to really attack this woman and i was like this is the cutest thing ever i'm back in okay this movie hits all the tropes they live on a Santa village farm. The farm, this is its last year. It's going to close for financial reasons. Oh my gosh. Surprise. Somebody save fucking Santa land. The no. main character is a widower with a child who is yeah. trying to embrace the meaning of Christmas. There's not one, but two old people that are consistently just popping around the corner, speaking wisdom, his mm. dad and an old black woman who's always Kathy. there. <laughs> Kathy is always there. We think Kathy's Okay. <laughs> what do you I mean? got a little worried for <laughs> at some point because okay last episode we talked about there being like no black people right in so in uh christmas flow i started to get a little worried for kathy and she was, i don't know she was just she was like the only black person in the movie but she was like a main person and i i just well, my thing was, okay. I was like, are Kathy and the grandpa dating? Because anytime they had dinner, Kathy was right there. Kathy, like whenever they I would think- like wake up and eat breakfast, Kathy would be there. I was like, 
are they a couple and they're just on the cool because they don't want people to talk about it because kathy's around here a lot like she she says she's going to her home but she's always available she's always there i mean kathy get it i don't know pierre what do you think i cannot get over that y'all done got kathy <laughs> sneaking and freaking uh- <laughs> Listen, just because you you saved don't mean you got other things going on, okay? Kathy probably has some sins that she has to ask forgiveness for that she's committing, okay? It might be Christmas, but it's still cold outside. And it's coming. That's why she's wise. That's why she's wise. She done learned. (laughs) Kathy was like, girl, please open-minded because her maybe on again, off again, Bo, opens a kissing booth it is 2021 people we do not have a kissing booth there is COVID out here but she, Kathy's just like okay do you because maybe she has some other people on well Kathy side. was also like this is how we make our money if you got to kiss people kiss them okay because we got to keep this salmon village alive <laughs> sir however it works kiss hug <laughs> braid do a french braid whatever you need to do to keep, get the money flowing Wait, hold on, take one for the team. Take one for the team. Exactly. But, but you know, it was really funny because it just shows you like how like times have changed. Because mm-hmm. when I saw that kissing booth, I was like, so you just kissing people on the mouth? Like, mm-hmm. you, like, like are you kissing the community on their mouth? And so exactly. I just <laughs> they this just is lined up. This is a super spreader event. Sam Land, you heard it here first. Super spreader event. I don't want to say anything. This might be where it started because she brought somebody. In. Oh no, she brought somebody in from Japan. But she brought in somebody from Japan. She had people coming in from Tennessee, all over to this Christmas tree park. This may be. This is definitely a super spreader event. Yes. Um, this, this where so, it, 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 it outbreak. Exactly. But so I like, want people to only. Mm-hmm. raise money for Santa land, but also for, um, the local hospital that is now in very dire straits due to the fact of so many people contracting COVID really took a modern twist at the end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it didn't. You don't, don't add to the farmer in the bell. It's already giving you everything that you need, but I will say the after story farmer in the bell too, will be the COVID has entered the town Kathy magically is a nurse at the hospital, <laughs> healing people. Absolutely. No, she, yeah, she's the healer for sure. She is the cult leader that I'm willing to follow. And maybe this is the moment where the grandpa decides, you know what? I need to wife up Kathy. I've been like, we've been playing games for too long. And that's when the second one is where him and Kathy get married. I respect it. We have now created a whole new movie. So, or, or maybe the assumption that you guys are saying could be true. Maybe mm-hmm. they, they, they decide they want to come out, you know, with their love and let everybody know. Yes. And yeah. That's true. So I no. like this idea. I, I have, still, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Cause I was going to say, I still want people to watch the movie. So go ahead and. Uh, yeah, I, I do want people to um, watch the movie too. I think it had really cute moments and um definitely had that there's everything there's a festival that needs saving there's a barn there's uh cameos by singers i will tell you right now that there's a singer in there they wrote all the songs 
And all the songs were original songs. I don't know if y'all heard, but it was like they had a song that was pen pal, pen pal, <laughs> writing letters or something like that. They were very topical. They're like, girl gets in a limo. <laughs> Wait, now she changes her mind and she's out of the limo. I did notice. It I was, was like, all original music. Love it. It was very cute. Um, I will say this. Um, you know how I talk about, like when I talk about Lifetime Christmas movies and Netflix Christmas movie essay, there's something that's missing. Like there's not, there's there's an ingredient that's missing where there's not the heart there. Mm-hmm. The Farmer and the Bell, as corny as it was, gave me that little Christmas sprinkle of magic. Okay. Yeah. Like my heart was like, this is, this is very cute. Like it was very cheesy up front where I would have cut off the TV. But the fact that I pushed through was because it was like, super sweet and there was like miracles that were happening and you're like oh my gosh this is what you want at christmas you want a movie where miracles are happening putting a smile on your face and being like that's a happy christmas family and a happy christmas memory i love it so yeah. it gave me what i needed you know when there's chocolate chip cookies and you're like nah, nah, nah. and then somebody gives you a cookie and i never know ingredients but somebody will be like "Ooh, did you put nutmeg and they'll be like oh yeah i did nutmeg and allspice whatever i don't know what these things mean and i'll be like i don't know it was just good i just loved it and that's how yeah. i feel about the farmer and the bell i don't know what that extra spice was but i loved it like i felt like all right so th- let me say the thing let me try to focus on the things that i like um when it came to bell I really like that, you know, she learned that, you know, her beauty was not just like in outside. Mm-hmm. I think she was really like. Yeah, she was really trying to get that lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like she was very brainwashed from a little child. I felt like her grandmother was trying to break that, but yeah. I felt like the mother was not having any, any part of that. No. And so I felt like she's always lived her life as if, you know, oh, it's my outer beauty and mm-hmm. and was never really thoughtful about the inner beauty. And I think that's what kind of sparked that um, desire to find this bracelet and read all of the, you know, uh, like confirming messages on the little charms, you know. Yeah. Um, then with the dad, I like that the farmer, um, mm-hmm. I like that it just showed that like when he, he admitted that like when she arrived on the farm that he knew what bracelet she was looking for. And yep. you know, like, I like that sometimes like, you know, we, we may know the right thing to do but we may not do it right away, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, mm-hmm. that was, I felt like that was a good little lesson of doing things right, right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, uh, um, because she was really not not happy. <laughs> yeah, she was you know. in a bad place. I love that, Pierre. You are really like, and now I'm like, okay, maybe I really do like this movie more than I thought I did. <laughs> I want to tell you guys at the end. You guys, did you watch it till the very end when the credits were? And that's when I yes. was like, that's when I this, was like, this is a Christmas miracle. This movie is inspired by a true story, and that the actress and the actor who play the two main characters their husband and wife this is their actual story they are the actors of their own movie 
Y'all oh, wow. are together in real life. This really happened to the two of them. She was a model and now she's playing herself. Mm-hmm. So I did like a little bit of a deep dive, but, um, but I, I did look in those really wedding videos wild. for Kathy. I didn't see her. I was looking for Kathy. So I don't know if Kathy's a real person. I need her to be. I like want to write them and be like, hey, what's going on with Kathy? Yeah. She's going to do yeah. her spinoff. She's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kathy and Santa or whatever it needs to be. I just need more information about Kathy. I'm like, yeah, listen. The other revelation that I got, and this is like a personal revelation, it has very little to do with the movie. But they, at some point, go get their Christmas tree from a Christmas tree farm. And when I was younger, up until I moved to Seattle, I would not let my family have an artificial Christmas tree. One year, my parents tried to sneak one in. And I was like, (laughs) and I literally was like 10 years old. And my dad, super cheap, super like, we, you know, the adults have the power whatever. I was like, this is cheap. We never (laughs) talked about that tree again. We never had another fake tree. (laughs) Like, I was just like. We won't do it. Your dad got red for filth and yeah. Like, okay, I I heard but you. But like I was day. like a I was like a full-on Christmas person, like even like from the womb. So like I would be like this year our tree is gonna be real with the white snow and we're gonna do red bulbs. And this I was like every year I was like making it happen, right? And then like whenever I moved to Seattle and I would come back home for Christmas, I would only have like a day or two. So sometimes I would like one time I came they didn't even have a tree I was like what is wrong with you people not an artificial one not a real one they had no tree I was just like this is trash so I had to like go to Walmart and get a fake tree because I was like at least I'll know that you can put it up every year Pierre and then one year I'm really hearing a movie this is the Hallmark (laughs) movie okay a girl she's obsessed with Christmas she's a Christmas tree designer she moved to Seattle probably not she moves to New York and she's doing Christmas trees in the most beautiful town in the world she does like the Rockefeller Center tree only to come home and realize that her family doesn't have the Christmas spirit because she's not there and then she moves back they decorate a Christmas tree together the town is saved well the last few years I haven't been feeling like somebody first off, first off that movie is amazing somebody write it up but please give credit kelly the credit because she created it on this podcast but i also noticed i like was not like hype about christmas and i was like is it because i've been using fake christmas trees so i vowed to myself not this year because listen i don't have the time but next year (laughs) i'm getting a real tree and seeing if the magic of christmas is not sparked a little more because of the real tree because and i learned that from this movie so if my real tree next year sparks christmas joy we can pinpoint it back to this moment of time where I watched the farmer and the bell and Pierre it will be because of you. So basically God is making this moment happen for me. He's like, I need you to understand the spirit of Christmas. Look at this miracle I did for the farmer and the bell. This could also be you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And maybe Kelly's movie can happen. Do you know that people pay other people to like decorate their Christmas trees? And like a That's six- what I need. No, to decorate a six feet tall Christmas tree, this girl said that she charges three hundred dollars. What? Awesome, you alone. I need a okay. Okay. <laughs> Pierre needs a loan. Ida and I need side hustles. This this is all gonna work out. I see Christmas trees for all happening. Now, Pierre, as our special guest, um, 
I want to know, do you have any recommendations for our audience this week that you think that they should be um, getting into? Yes, I do have one. I feel like after this, I'm going to think of another one that I like better, but this is what I have now. Um, the, recommend, the recommendation that I have is the holiday calendar. It is, it's on Netflix. It's really, really cool. It's about um, a girl who's a photographer. Um, I think she comes home for Christmas. Her grandfather gives her this, like, I think it's called like an advent. Like an advent calendar. Mm-hmm. calendar. Yeah. yeah, but it's like wooden. It's like, you know, it's sturdy. And then, you know, each door you open it up, it has some type of surprise. And then like, based upon the door she opens up that day, something happens that like correlates with whatever Christmas, in the Christmas magic box. happens yes yeah and it, it it's really cool it's it's it gives you family it, it gives you because it's it's a little love story in there too um mm-hmm. the love interest is uh p diddy's son um quincy i, I forgot his name yeah quincy, quincy. yeah mm-hmm. I've and, seen that movie. It is very cute. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember I, watching that last year. That was definitely a favorite. I've seen it on my queue and I'm like, I remember that one, but maybe next year I won't remember it as much and I will go back and watch it. Watch it. Because <laughs> that would be my recommendation for, you, for your followers, you know. Absolutely. No, I think that's cute. Yeah, no, it's really cute. And I think people should check that out. Um, something that I watched was um, that I would recommend let me just say it popped up and I was like you know what I haven't actually watched any like competitive shows and then I clicked on school of chocolate it's on Netflix oh I watched the first episode of this we are the same mind I, I love this, I, love loved, this. We are all I loved it let me tell you why because the guy who's like the chocolatier the teacher Om- Omri he's French mm-hmm. I can't really say his name um He's like the nicest teacher, like in the competition is so nice. So basically the first thing he like shows them how he makes this huge pencil that you can write with, you break it in half and there's like a cake inside. Yes. I was, but it's all he made of started food. writing with a piece of cake. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> and you can, eat, you can eat the writing too. Like it's yeah, made out it's of like, like all chocolate or something. It's all chocolate. Yeah. So he, um, so he like shows them how to like make stuff or whatever. And there's this girl on there and she's supposed to be making a rolling pin and it ends up just being like this weird circular thing. And he was just like, um, no. <laughs> so I think he doesn't even say anything. He was just like, we both know this isn't it. And he just <laughs> kind of dismisses it, but like in the nicest way. <laughs> and then, you know, they're all sitting there and I'm used to competition shows. So I'm like, oh, she's going home or whatever. So they're all sitting there after it's done in the back room. And they, he calls her and this other lady to his office. And he says, you know, you don't, you're not ready for the next level. And so because of that, I'm going to have you sit out on the next challenge. And while you're sitting out, I'm going to train you to get you up to speed to where you need to be to get back oh, wow. into the competition. So while other people are working on the next um, or the 
the next round he's he's personally training them to get them up to speed on what they need and I was like well that is just so sweet so So nobody ever gets eliminated it's basically he just says like these are different skill sets and I really want you to learn them because I have faith that you guys can learn these things some of you just need more practice in different areas than others and he's like never talks bad about anybody's work he gives suggestions and when they're like oh I think I'm gonna he's like okay I mean you should probably stretch yourself but if you don't want to do that that's totally fine like he just has like such a good personality and the drama comes sure vibes oh drama okay yeah the drama comes from the contestants themselves like this one lady is just like all of these wins are based on my ideas but like I never win myself personally um she's saying how she doesn't feel people deserve to win this other guy keeps like crying and saying how he has to win because of the money and this other guy's just like hey you know I'm just here to like learn and have a good time you know and it's just like different like it's weird because sometimes because the leader in this situation has no drama so nobody Mm -hmm. can ever point Mm -hmm. to the leader and say oh he's he's bad he's bringing drama it's coming from within and just when people are like in a team environment, there are some people who are like, I'm so laid back. I'm so laid back. Do it this way. <laughs> so there's like a lot of people like that. And so it's just so interesting about, it just is like very much shows you like how people work in teams, how like when people come with like kind of a negative energy, how it like casts a shadow on their actual work. Cause there was two people in the show who were really good And if they would have focused more on like learning instead of being competitive and like comparing Mm -hmm. their work to others, I think they would have learned so much more. Yeah. Anyway, I watched all six episodes. Oh, it was eight. I watched all eight episodes, loved it, went on Instagram, followed this guy because he makes everything out of chocolate. I just, he's my new favorite person just because his temperament is just so like, it's just so nice and like loving. And he's like, he's not a pushover at all. Like, he'll just be like, hmm, this is beautiful, but it has no taste to it. So yeah, would I buy it? Yeah, he's like, constructive. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, so would I buy it? No, but you know, work on that. Okay. Next person. (laughs) I mean, like they can't say anything because he's, he's just saying facts and it's just like, okay. And he's, but he's also like building them up. You know what I mean? And at the end, it's like so beautiful because they're all like, oh my gosh, like you gave me so many skills that I'm going to use in my life and stuff. And so. I just loved it. It was super cute. I love it. I, I like it. Yeah, that sounds really what a great recommendation. Um I I um watched a show that I said I was going to watch on a previous episode. I might be taking us to a dark place. Murder she baked a plum pudding mystery. I had to watch it. <laughs> it's a murder sent uh, set during christmas at the crazy elf tree farm um are these real things are you making this up i am not kidding you and i will tell you it is part of a series there is also the chocolate chip cookie mystery and a peach cobbler mystery i have no idea what happens in those two am i drawn to them yes and it also follows one of our favorite tropes the girl is a baker she owns her own bakery hannah's cookie jar and she also you know loves to just solve mysteries on the side 
So uh, Hannah is rolling out dough and she's like, somebody in the town got murdered. Let me get on that. But first, let me make this peach cobbler. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny she has to have something to bring to the family who lost. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. She's, <laughs> she's baking the food for the wake. And she's like, you know what? While I'm here, how did he die? Because I think I can figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's funny because this is the second in this three-part series there's actually many more movies but just three in this certain murder she bake series but um and like the mom is always saying oh my gosh she solved a murder before like the mom is so irritated that she's going into detective again um it, the it mom was doesn't like that she's solving crime like she's like no, just be a baker mom wants her to get married so and then there's a dentist <laughs> or the cop and, you know, you can tell what happens. The dentist ends up being boring. I think the dentist at the very end was like, had a thing for her mom. I don't know. It kind of went a little sideways at the end. Like he was kind of like, I'm eyeing your mom. I, I have no idea. But, and the lady was crazy. Like the cops would be like, please don't interview anybody like without telling us. And then she'll go up to someone. She's like, aren't you doing the accounting? for that crazy elf tree lot and the person's like yes here are their accounting books here's all their numbers and then she's like oh thank you and then she's like oops I forgot to tell the police and then she goes to the bank and she's like can I deposit this check oh by the way um the dead guy does he how many accounts does he have who's on the account how much money is in the bank and finally the banker's like I can't tell you how much money is in there but just know if you deposit, if you ask to get a check, it, it'll, it'll be okay. You'll get your money. I was like, what is going on? So I don't know. Everybody's breaking all the rules, but I, when you said the title, I wasn't interested. Now I'm interested. What channel is this? I, Are you interested, Pierre? Do I have? No. I, well, I was interested when you said murder and cake, like you had me. <laughs> Like, because yes. I love murder and I, I love like murder mysteries and I love cake and Christmas. And, I mean, uh, really the trifecta. So as you you're know? making your Christmas breakfast, you're cutting on this movie, you're solving murders, you're cooking your Christmas pancakes. You just need to bring out that like raspberry jam. Blood red. <laughs> see, see what I'm thinking? Like now I can have pancakes with it. Maybe I could do like coffee cake to like do for the cake. You know, the cake yes. and the murder. Look at yes. you. I'm with you. Putting your oh. food. Putting your food coordinate. with your movies. Oh. We got to coordinate. <laughs> okay. Pierre will be giving us food you can eat with what movie. That will be his guest segment every week. He's ready. Wait. He went from pancakes to coffee cake. He was like, don't leave me on pancake level, okay? I have mm. coffee cake potential in me. Okay, sir. I'm not you trying know? to hold you back. Mm-mm. I love it. Plus, I'm out of syrup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Vital. Vital importance. You got to move on. If there's no syrup, you got to move on. Exactly. Um, another movie, I, I think you But wait, it. what channel is that on? That is on a channel I will tell you in a minute. Okay, no problem. When I look it up, I will tell you. Uh, <laughs> but another movie we watched... Pierre, we should have told you to watch this movie. And maybe you already have. Single All the Way on Netflix. Already watched watch it. it. 
Okay. Oh, did you yes. watch it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. We so, are coordinating okay. trying. So I'm gonna for me, it was a yes. And I'll tell you why. There's a guy in there who is doing Christmas karaoke and his songs are hilarious to me. So I'm like, <laughs> for these songs along, this movie is a yes. Okay. I, I have to tell you, did you recognize that guy? No. He was the same singer from old school that when they're at the wedding and he's like put it puts all the like um all the swear words into the song oh it's the same guy okay it's the same guy but he was really good and i was like um this is giving me that old school singer vibes and it's the same dude he was doing original songs and they were hilarious to me so i was like all into it oh yeah i was ready to download them for sure for (laughs) sure i loved it um, I, I, I thought it was like really good. I think that there could have been a little bit more chemistry, um, to really sell the fact that I think that they were into each other, but like it had, or maybe I just wanted the dialogue to come quicker. I don't know. I thought it was really well written. I thought it was really funny, but I just needed like a little bit. It didn't have the nut, the nutmeg wasn't there. Like the cookies were good, but it didn't have that nutmeg yes. to take it over the, the top. These were delicious, but I just really wanted to have that nutmeg and it was just missing that little bit. But I don't know, Pierre, what did you think? I thought it was really good. Um, I do agree between the two that chemistry wasn't there. I was actually watching it again, um, mm. right as right before the show. And I think the first time I saw that spark was, you remember he was doing the, the pictures with him doing the beard commercial yes. mm-hmm. the thing, yes. and he said, blow your breath. And it was something about when he blew him with his breath, it was like yeah. a, a little magic, a little, little, you know, chemistry has sparked there. Yes. But then he immediately sent him off to mm-hmm. go on the, on the blind date, which I think, I think he was feeling something, but then when he insisted he went on the blind date, I think he just like totally dismissed it you know yeah he dismissed yeah. that spark you know yeah put it right out so yeah i think put a bit a little bit more nutmeg on it but all in all a very good movie like super enjoyable and modern it was like a modern christmas story which i really liked yeah, yeah it was well, cute. Well, hold on. how did you guys look i thought the kids were all so cute all the kids in there Mm-hmm. they were cute but i was i almost got mad at them though because at one point the kids are like look you should be with our brother or our uncle or whatever like yeah. you should really be with him and then the guy's like okay i'll like take your advice and then of course like the uncle was not ready to like hear it i was a little bit mad at those kids i was like did you really do your due diligence did you actually make sure that he would say yes before you just said, oh no, yeah, he feels the same. Yeah. That was a little suspect for me. I was a little bit mad at the kids for a short amount of time, but I thought they were pretty cute. They were. They can't have like an ironclad plan. They're like 10 year olds. They're like, I think our uncle likes you. They can't be like, listen, uncle, before we recommend you, we need to know what's your game plan. What are you doing? We will not let heartbreak happen on our watch. Like, no, (laughs) they are like, we've seen you guys smile at each other it's a go so that's true maybe um the guy should have really maybe been like um so i'm gonna listen to 10 year old kids and really try to shoot my shot 
Maybe I should yeah. wait a minute. But listen, and the what? game works on the end. So, and in the game of love, you gotta like just throw it out there. You gotta see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that like he was. I think that he had probably started to like realize his feelings, and maybe he was just going with it because yeah. maybe that's what he really, really wanted deep deep inside and didn't know it. And it was kind of just like a, yeah, it may not have made sense to like follow a 10 year old, but like his, <laughs> his, his little heart was in it, you know, yeah. at that point. And so I yeah. think he was in, influenced. Yeah. Was, yeah. It was sweet. I just felt like it was so many like stars in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the auntie. Oh, yes. Jennifer Coolidge. She is over the top. Oh. She is a chick from Schitt's Creek is um sure is also one of the aunts too and she was really funny. They do a play called Jesus H Christ which I was like <laughs> this is okay. And it gives you everything you wanted to give you. Let me just say that. <laughs> yes. I did oh, love yeah. when Jennifer Coolidge like broke the fourth wall and she's like why do the gays love me and she just like looks at the camera <laughs> and I was loving that. Just um, yeah, yeah. She's just super true. cute and funny. So now, so, yeah, I one show I really want to watch, and I know Iday wants to watch, and I don't think either of us have. But Pierre, you are going to tell us about Harlem on Amazon Prime. Yeah. We are excited. Please tell us: should we be watching this show? Should we skip it? Tell us all okay. the things. Tell us, but I... don't give anything away. Oh yeah. I know we've spoiled oh, okay. everything else thus far, but now, <laughs> okay. because I day and I haven't seen it, you cannot spoil it. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Um, so I, I'm the type of person that, you know, you know, some, I think like people, you have two types. You have the bingers mm-hmm. and then you have the, like the slow, I, I'm a slow watcher. I like, okay. especially if I find something that's good, then I like to ration out my episodes. Understood. This was so good. Before I knew it, I was on episode three. Oh no. And I was like, okay, 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 hold on. Let me, let me, you know, let me stop. Yep. I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna watch an episode tonight. You know, yes. but I'm like, it is so good. Okay, so like, I could talk about who, who is in it. Yes. Um, Megan Good, and she is Love looking her. beauteous. Like, Megan is fine, fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she then, is. um, uh y'all the really 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 handsome dude from like um I know him from um the have and the have nots but also he was he was in that tv show all right now the Tyler Perry TV show sisters like really really handsome guy um I'm really bad with names so I'll, believe name. I'll believe you I'll believe you I've handsome. never watched either I one of those shows name. but yeah okay. I need to know his name so, not important he's handsome so like so like it, it is just like really cool I feel like if you could marry um sex in the city Mm -hmm. and and girlfriends okay you would have Harlem so so sex in the city and and move them to Harlem and these are like four very 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 different like they're each very different like they're not the Mm -hmm. same these are four Mm -hmm. different different so sorry no, you're good. There's four different characters. Yeah. Who who are um, 
living in Harlem um, on their all differently on their different journeys. And it's things of like career, um, mm. uh, love, um, career, love, lifestyle. Yeah, it is so it's like very, a, very there's cool. a personality or there's a storyline for anybody. For you can kind of see yourself yes. in all these different parts of these characters, but like their chemistry must be amazing if you're saying yeah. it's like girlfriends and sex in the city, like it just has to be going off and and I just love something that's different and you can yeah. just tell mm-hmm. like this is done differently and it's very genuine it's very uh, uh, raw so I'm warning mm-hmm. you there is nudity there's sex <laughs> there is person there's slang I mean it oh it, my it is, it's, a, yes, it's a departure it from the Hallmark movies we have been plugging let me just right. let it's you know, real. the last episode, Kelly told us how she watched a serial killer profile with her mom under Christmas tree lights. So <laughs> <laughs> it's for TV. I'm going to do it. Right. I love it. It sounds really good. I think that's a really good recommendation. I definitely am going to check that out. Yeah, it was really good. I'm like, okay, I've been wanting to see this. Let me start. I think it was like Saturday night. And yeah, I was up to like, <laughs> it was a, it was almost one. I love it. I love it. That's a sign of a good TV show. Okay. I did. We got to get on that because the the time, the block is hot. We got to go. We got to watch the show. We cannot sleep on it at all. No, people are probably going to, well, you know what? I may wait until Insecure is over and then watch it. Cause like an Insecure, I will say it has been like a slow burn. Like I thought it was going to end and be like every episode be a 10, but it's Mm -hmm. almost like they don't know that the show is ending and they're like, let's just have us walking in the park. Let's, uh, let's have us just talk. I'm like, guys, the episodes are ending. Like I need you to add more, yeah. add more. Yeah. Not that the episodes I'm, I am behind. Been- I'm behind on Instagram. Uh, I gotta get my life together. What am I doing? Oh, so I don't no, have HBO. Fine. I can't watch Instagram. Like I'm very hurt by this. Like I need to find somebody. I need to go over to somebody's house. Somebody out there. Pierre it. needs your password. Somebody just email us. We'll send it to Pierre. Please. <laughs> well, it's not that. Much like, I will tell you how my life works. Kelly and Pierre both know this. Once I put a passcode into a phone, I don't remember it. I have no idea what it is. I have an HBO code that I share with my family, which they gave to me. I don't know what it is, but I will investigate it and see. The problem is with a lot of people, once you have a passcode and I don't think any of them know what it is. I think that they're like, we have HBO and they just move on. Cause I and had to have to change, change his password. You got to tell all the people that are using your password and you, some, somebody is going to get left in the cold. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. going to get shut out. But you know, who'll be warm Pierre. So that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pierre will be watching insecure all <laughs> five seasons. Right. But I'm going right. to look into that for you. I'm going to look into it. I'm going to see what happens. Please. Um, yeah. So I, I'm hoping that when we post this episode, that it'll have new artwork on it. But um, my nephew has been the block has been hot for him. Okay, he started basketball, <laughs> and let me just say, and making shots. It was the perfect basketball game because he came into the basketball game, scored an amazing two pointer. Right. Yes. His team didn't score another point for the rest of the game. <laughs> the score was two to twenty-six. But I mean, the no matter no matter what, 
<laughs> he took a picture by that shot clock cheesing because yes. he was the no one can only take that from point him. scored on his team and he was the first point of the game nobody could take that from him so he's doing <laughs> basketball he told me now he's really into drawing pokemon next week though because i what i do is i so sometimes i guess because it's easier to but sometimes i just have them come over one at a time so next week i'm like oh you can come over for two days by yourself i did ask him i said do you want your brother to come with you and he said no i just want it to be me um <laughs> which is fine so he'll be over here and i'm gonna try to watch this very um this movie that i saw on netflix called a boy called christmas and it's yeah. like the whole city has given up hope and this guy goes to this elf village to find magic for Christmas. And I'm hoping that it's good because modern kids are not into a lot of the things that I'm into. Mm. I tried to get them to watch the never ending story. And within five minutes, it was um, a mutiny. Okay. <laughs> they let me know. Why is this taking so long? And this, we were just in the title sequence. They were like, this is when did they start talking? What's going on? I was like, yeah, they weren't into it. So, but A Boy Called Christmas is a new movie. So I'm hoping they like have tapped into modern childhood and are there. So that's what I'm going to try. So we'll see. And I will I tell you. I watch that too. Oh, good. Good, good. Yeah. So we're going to watch it when he comes over on Tuesday. I can tell you how it was. So we'll see. And we need all age ranges. You know, we need to know from the little ones to mm-hmm. us older kids how we like the movies so wait hold on kelly yes this is a side note but when you said the never when uh, they said the never in the story it made me think about you guys's uh episode before and when when y'all were talking about dare and i was singing the song and you when were? you started singing a song yeah i was cracking up but when do you know the out, dare song do you know yeah, the dare song dare to keep oh. a kid off drugs. Yeah. But if I would not have just brought this microphone from Amazon this weekend, I would drop it on the floor, but it's brand <laughs> new and I just set it up. Your school but taught you the dare song? Yeah, when when yeah, when I went through dare, like we had the little coloring pad. I remember we did the mm-hmm. song. We now, didn't have jackets. Day was no, did you have a shirt? No, did you- I did we did we didn't get a t-shirt. We got a coloring, uh, we got some oh, coloring, coloring book. You got a coloring book. Yeah. Did you have a dare night where you, where your friends, family were invited to come and you performed the dare song? Did that ever happen? And pizza was served? (laughs) Ooh. That was a while ago. Maybe Uh, it wasn't a memorable (laughs) night for him. You know what? I'm going to say no. But what I do remember was, I don't remember... Or maybe it might have been my mama came. <laughs> but You're like, I do. Like my mom, my aunt came over. Everybody was there, and I performed this song. I just stood in front of the living room, in my living room, stood on the table, coffee table, and started singing the dare song as they spotted me. as an answer. But I remember, like, like kind of like a pep rally kind of thing, where mm. it was just the students and the teachers, and and then like the dare people and stuff like that, you know, and yeah. But ah, uh, when I when you sung that song, I was giggling. But then when you <laughs> took it up a level, yeah, I Thank hollered you. in my office. Like I know my boss. Like what is he in there listening to? <laughs> you, I mean, you have to listen to the original because they do go there. I I don't know scales, but that is almost Mariah Carey like whistle note. 
in this song supposedly for children which maybe you know Mary, maybe the guys, you know, pre-puberty can get there. And maybe that's why they did it, to make them feel special. Yeah, because those are the notes they can hit, you know. I just I say, how, are, how are you doing with this ex- new? Exactly. I want to say are that I brought Peter on this show. I brought, I brought him on this show to share like a Christmas miracle to like warm my heart. And then he was like, before we, before we leave, I know that this is an open wound for you and you haven't healed from it. Let me let you know in my school, we got coloring books and we learned the dare song. Um, totally inappropriate. It's a sensitive area for me. So but my fun. sister did say that she, they did bring out McGruff the crime dog. And then I had a friend who, I this is hilarious to me. She said, the dare program I'm learning was pretty shady because she said yeah. that, um, she moved schools and in her new school they said hey we'll teach you the song for the presentation but we won't give you the shirt because you haven't been here the whole time wow so they didn't wow. sing the dare song they sang they sang Whitney Houston I believe the children are our future <laughs> and they gave her no yeah. shirt <laughs> and, she, she no and she <laughs> was pissed <laughs> When she told me the story, she <laughs> says she joined another, she joined another organization in middle school and they gave her a shirt. She was like, but the dare people said I wasn't long enough. I wasn't there long enough to get a shirt. So I'm saying dare was pissing people off left and right. So wow. did it keep a, a kid off drugs? Maybe. Did it piss some people off? Definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. This needs to be a hard hitting documentary that we will all watch and yeah it's, there's just heartbreak and there's it's on such a spectrum it's craziness is it crazy that maybe the opioid crisis was started because somebody didn't get a dare t-shirt or learn the song not crazy we'll at never, all we'll never know Legit. we'll never know we need to know who was in charge <laughs> we do we do we need to take this all the way up to the top okay you know you know who we need to call mcgruff the crime dog with his hands yes. in his pocket. right <laughs> the bottom and i think mcgruff is pissed because i wonder if mcgruff was first and dare was kind of like oh we're seeing what mcgruff's got he's got a trench coat he's got a hat he's got a coloring book yeah he's got he's a dog and dare's like we need to come with a song we need to come with t-shirts for some people oh rude well since we're providing updates i just want to let you guys know that it's now been what's today okay it's now been 20 days i still haven't received my kindle from the view um, I didn't know. could it be because i wrote it legibly i don't know but we're still on the lookout still, uh, has anybody in your family gotten a kindle no and I don't you at least one of them wrote legibly, right? I would hope so. But I'm just saying day 20, no Kindle. Um, so I'll continue to update you. But I thought about the other day and I was like, I hope that my Kindle is being sent. Or maybe it was a hustle from the beginning. Maybe they were just like, we just want you guys to be hyped. Now get out of here. They're probably just going to start spending, sending you spam emails. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you heard Kindle. And then they said, we're going to give everybody a Kindle coupon in your email spam (laughs) junk folder. I was like in the parentheses. They probably did play me. So we'll see. But that's an update. Um, Well, I think that this has been a really good episode. Um, I want to thank Pierre for coming out. I appreciate it. 
Did we say what we're planning to watch? Uh, yeah, I said I was going to watch a boy called Christmas, but what are you planning to watch? A, a castle for Christmas. I also, that's also on my list, a castle for Christmas. That also looks really cute. With Brooke that's Shields? Netflix, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And she I looks think that'll good. be cute. She does I look do really too. good. So yes, yeah, so I have that on my list to watch as well. So we will How check that out. get a castle for Christmas? I'm hoping to get some tips. I'll, I'll watch that show <laughs> with, you know, pencil and pad of paper nearby and hopefully learn something from I think it involves like a rich uncle or a rich somebody so is someone in your family rich I'll find one I mean it doesn't have to be by blood does it I don't know how she does it that's why we have to watch the movie to see how is Brooke Shields getting this castle all right Right. well sugar or if she gets the castle Mm, maybe it's not about the castle it's the castle key to your heart you know Mm. Or maybe remix, she's a squatter and she's living in a castle until they say, oh, you've been here for a year. You now own it because no one else has been here. So maybe she's showing you how to get a castle by squatting for 365 days. Wow. Everybody's got a hustle now. This movie could go so many ways. We shared a lot of things tonight that you can find on Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime is Farmer in the Bell. Um, Hallmark, I believe is the uh pudding plum pudding mystery murder she baked you can check that out and you can check us out on uh spotify anchor and i don't know i do you have an announcement about yeah by the time that this on here we should be on apple Podcasts. so Ooh. we're very excited because then it should be easier for people to be able to just like click a button and not have to cut and paste or get spotify because we know some people were like spotify wants my information and i won't give it to them shout out to nancy <laughs> that might just be my mom that worried about that i uh, love it but, you know she's she's trying to keep herself safe and as you should world. listen people are stealing you know people can steal your credit card without taking your credit card that happened to me what yeah like they can just walk past you and like scan yeah. your pocket oh, yeah. and that's why they have their special wallets yeah mm-hmm. so i like now have to get like a special thing because i was just like well the, i love that my credit card company was like you're not you don't live this great of a lifestyle like the person had like went to the they bought gas and they went to the liquor store and they went to some club and my credit card company immediately was like this isn't you you don't <laughs> they called you and they're like girl look we know we know that you are not out in these streets so yeah. <laughs> right you, it's stolen you didn't try to like have a revival didn't have a midlife crisis yeah they were like it wasn't a trader joe's or <laughs> a restaurant so definitely this is not you so uh we're gonna go ahead and cut it off because uh we know that you're not having it up at a hookah bar which i'm kind of like you know what credit card company maybe i was like it's holiday season i'm killing it but they were like we know that's not you we know it's not and i i appreciate it well, I appreciate that I'm boring enough that my credit card company was like, cut it off. She doesn't, she's, she's never, first of all, a lot of these purchases happened after 11 o'clock at night. She's already asleep. They know me. They were like, she's not having a hot girl summer. No, no, no. She's not. no. <laughs> she's not having a fat girl fall. She's not having a, a Christmas. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. They were like, that's not her. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, well, shout out to credit cards companies everywhere, keeping us safe and Miss Nancy telling us what we should or should not download. And Pierre, it was so amazing to have you on the show today. Our first guest. Thank and- you. It was so ha- I'm so happy to be here. And if you have another recommendation, Pierre, definitely let us know. Um, you can call me in the morning again as you're whipping up your pancakes, or you can, you and other people can email us at tvtoldme at gmail.com. Um, and we'll answer also on our link to the episodes. There's a, there's a link in there where you could leave us a voicemail message in the app. Um, and we'll play your voicemail on the show if you want, or we won't. Um, but we just like we'll to take your back. recommendation. Yeah, we'll take any recommendation that you have. And we just appreciate you guys listening. Um, And thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.